Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> if you could hear what, what Mitch just said when you started the episode, <laughs> yeah, immediately after oh, he said that, no, <laughs> that was vicious. Uh, we're here, we're back, yeah, 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 we're live. I started, yeah, we recording. are starting a cult. You <laughs> started recording, yeah, uh, yeah, we're here, we're back. I wonder if that was caught. It wasn't. All right, let's move fight. on so no one really wonders. Shut the fuck up. Um, no, I couldn't hear you. I, I, I want to waste no time here, okay? I want to jump right into a topic that has become uh, back to the forefront of my existence, and that is the black-eyed kids, okay? We brought that episode to you. That was... Over a year ago now, I think, right? Probably. I don't know when we did that, but what brought this to you? Reddit? Was it Reddit? Not particularly. I was just thinking about things that we've talked about, and I was just like, that's interesting. Dude, so I, I was be- just looking into it to see, like, you know, the yeah. the landscape of this world now. No, yeah, dude, I've been, like, revisiting old episodes of ours just because coworkers have been like, yeah, listen to this episode, and I'm like, oh, that's great. And then, like, four hours later, I'm like, I have to listen to this to make sure... I didn't say anything that sucked or something. Well, you know what? It's already out there into the ether. It is, and I'm confident in that, but I want to just go back and make sure, do a little little comb through. But what if you caught yourself doing something you shouldn't? There's nothing I really that feel like we would have caught it by now, right? That's not, like, there's nothing that could be done about it at this point. You know, it's there. It would have been nothing intentional, but it would have been just like, wow, that True. might have to be explained. With that being said, I want you to tell everyone you know about this show, even if you don't think it's something that would interest them, tell them. The next time you go to a restaurant maybe they'll they'll uh they'll uh they'll get a new interest. The next time you go to a restaurant, I want you to uh if you pay the credit card or cash for that matter, uh you know, it's customary here in America to tip uh usually roughly twenty percent. Sometimes Apple Pay. Yeah, you can do that too. I want you to tip uh whatever amount you feel comfortable tipping, uh, you know I recommend 20%, but, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. And if it's anything under, just don't go out to eat. Well, yeah, I mean, right, don't, sure. Don't go out to eat. I would even suggest, this is a one-time offer, okay? Let's say you're one of the group 
that doesn't like to tip 20%, tip 19%. And you know what you do with that extra 1%? You write the link to We Are Starting a Cult on the tip portion of the check. <laughs> and that's part of the what? tip that you leave. No, no. You're just springing this ad that takes away from the service industry on me, and I'm not down for it. No, it's okay. It's just a one-time offer. And it's, what yeah. do you mean it's a one-time offer? Anyone can do this whenever. This is... A recorded medium. It's going to be out there no, I know, after we post this. It's the honor system. So if you choose to do this, you only get to use it once. You know, it's like a superpower. You don't get to keep using it. But that's the thing. You just have to. All right. All right. You know what that You know what that means? That means that we're trusting you. Yeah, we're lot. trusting you. We're, we're putting a lot of trust in you. Right, what is it To called? only do this once if you do it. And even then, maybe just make it 21% and the 1% uh, recommendation of this. Would we podcast? Be, would like, we be good cult leaders if we didn't have trust? And I, I hesitate to even call us leaders. We're more moderators than anything. Moderators of the rule. In so we're sense, at the top, but it, it doesn't really uh, matter. Uh, we're pretty lean. I'm pretty lenient, I guess. I don't care. Yeah, with cults. I was working with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, with yeah, cults. Let's with talk cults. about cults for a second. With I've been working with this guy the past couple days. He looks like David Koresh. He claims his name is Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still alive. No, but this guy looks like straight up uh, David Koresh. Dude, maybe it's it just, is him. I've been making cult jokes all day at work. Why didn't you tell him about the show? That's an honest question. Why did you Because I, I don't want to talk to this guy. I'm afraid he's going to make me join his cult. Be like, oh, why don't we combine our cults? Dude, that would be fine. Mitch, you... You're in the grassroots of this organization. You got to spread the word. You are, with dude. Us. You're not the host, but you're a constant guest. Like <laughs> you're always here. I say it with, I say it uh, repetitively, but I want you to know, I mean it. Even if you think that somebody wouldn't like the show, tell them about it anyway. Just, everyone needs to check it out because we're worth it. You know, we're worth your time. That's all I got to say to you, and that's the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. It's the end of the episode, <laughs> dude. Speaking of people. That like uh, are, uh, have something to do with the show. You had someone that looked like someone, dude. Someone I work with has some crazy story that I don't want to get into now because there might be some potential for it later. But there is some very definite cult activity that originated in Florida that we could be getting into very, very, very soon. Yeah, yeah, and it's very interesting. It'll Just be so fun. You know, it's fun. Little connections. Until then. Until then, who knows what's going to happen. What are we going to do today? I want to talk about the Black Eyed Kids because I recently come across a couple tales on the old internet, the interwebs, if you will. And I'm not going to tell you that these are scholarly sources by any means because they're not. They're typically forum posts and internet stories in themselves so it's all subjective all right it 100 uh, is but you can believe whatever you want if you want to i don't know let go of your inhibitions for an hour with us and just relax yeah. and uh because that's consume what this media through your ears and just accept it as fact for 40 minutes i think you'll find these to be entertaining that's be- what this episode is come on because if you recall back to that episode uh they're pretty self-explanatory. They're children with completely black eyes. Um, Sometimes not dressed for the time period. They show up in weird clothes. They give you disease. Uh, like, what do they do? Uh, they Pretty much what happens here, I'm going to dive into this in a little bit. It 
they say that when you let these children into your home or your car or give them like attention in any way that thing negative things happen to you but as I'll discuss in a bit there's a lot of the opposite effects of those in some of these stories really and I don't know what to believe but know, a lot of it was like niche to medical things that went wrong uh well that, that in a couple cases yes would that possibly just go down to statistics of I mean health? yeah that's like I, I mean genetics and stuff that's like I don't uh, to me it's like oh this guy actually I don't even have a fair comparison to say I don't know but, I know I know most of them are just like oh this happened and then two weeks later I went to the doctor there was like a tumor and we got it taken care of but it was. Like an uh, yeah, an that, indicator or something, I guess. I've heard a couple stories like is. that, and I'm I don't know what to think, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Let's do it. Go ahead. So there is a transition period happening where people are now reporting black-eyed adults, or I mean, yeah, adults over they the age of eighteen. They, they're yeah. they're not children. Yeah, they grow up. Um, one story in particular that I found quite eerie. If you just Again, if you just release your thoughts and just accept this as a factual story. Uh, this woman uh, came home late from work. She was working a double, and she has work in the morning. This takes place in Phoenix, by the way. Phoenix, Arizona. Do we know what she did? She was a nurse. Nice. That's what I thought. When I when I hear working a double, you just automatically think nurses. Pretty much, right? yeah. Thanks, nurses. Yeah, you're all right. You're good. You're pretty good. Um... So she's working. She gets home uh, around midnight, and she has to get up about five thirty six a.m. to get ready for work the next day. Been there. So Been she's there. ready to crash. You know, she comes home. Uh, she gets all of her, you know, takes her clothes off. I'm assuming puts on some pajamas, perhaps. That's how she sleeps. Maybe eats a snack. <laughs> I has like a that glass the first of water. thing you do is like, yeah, she probably gets naked <laughs> I mean, and then she goes about her night i didn't like, mean it in a creepy way i meant it more in the way like you know she probably takes off her clothes the like <laughs> tell me this the average person that has complete privacy in their home the first thing you do after a rough day is you're gonna take some you gotta get nude off. like it, it wasn't sexualizing it i was just, that's my ideal that was freedom. just that, that was my first thought i don't know i uh, uh maybe she was hot i don't know she could have been gross it's I just anyone you think this might be um, so anyway, she goes to bed, and she is awoken uh, by Furious knocking at her door at 2 a.m. Okay? Interesting tidbit. I don't know why. Too late. But it's Too 2 a.m. Too late for rapid knocking. Um, so she kind of like just sits there for a second, and she lays back down, and then it keeps knocking, keeps knocking, and she actually hears someone yelling, like, please help me. So she's like freaking oh out. She's like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> So she goes to the door and answers it, and it's just uh, it's a Latino woman uh, who she describes as extremely and sickly pale uh, with long hair and sunglasses. Totally normal-looking woman, a little sickly, but... And this is, like, in an apartment building, or, like... Yeah, no, in an apartment building. Okay, all right. Uh, and roughly between the ages of 25 to 30. Somewhere in that area is her guesstimation. Um, this woman... Uh, Funny enough, uh, very, very lightly, uh, doesn't even say, like, hello, thank you. It's just, I need your help. I need to come into your house and use your phone. And she's kind of panicking, so she lets her do it, right? She just lets it happen. Yeah, this is all happening so fast. And 
the lady comes in and she's like, okay, so I left her in the house and I went back to my room to grab my phone. And uh, when she came back, the woman was laying on the couch, like sprawled out on the couch. Uh, and she was just a stranger just all over your couch. Yeah, and she was kind of uh. just like, uh, okay, here's the phone. And she said this is the point in time when she removed her sunglasses and looked at her, and she had a completely void of any color eyes. They were just black. Just just black eyes. Interestingly enough, uh, she gave a smile as well, and her teeth were black. Black eyes, Ew. black teeth. Dude, maybe she did that charcoal thing. People have been doing that charcoal whitening no, tooth she, thing. She, she ate Oreos. She ate Oreos, Mitch is saying, maybe? that could. Those are all plausible answers. <laughs> Dude. There was a kid in elementary school who got, like, a beard before everyone. He had, like, black hair. Those were just pubes he glued on his head. Dude, everyone just said, he was like, it just looks like he ate just a bag of Oreos. I always thought that was really funny. I I don't even really get it. I don't even know either. Maybe he's, like, like, uh, eating it very messily, perhaps. (laughs) You're you're floundering. Maybe it's... uh, Maybe it's all over his face. The crumbs from the Oreos, perhaps, is, all right, that is can, what they were referring to. That's always what I believed it was. I can uh, get down on that. That makes some sense. How did we get here? Uh, so I was talking, she has the black teeth. Black teeth. Maybe the charcoal challenge. Yeah. Uh, this is where maybe, the story gets a little interesting. puberty. Um, so in, instinctually, the woman uh, th- who owns this apartment... Uh, she pretty much what she says is she tosses her the cell phone because she doesn't she that like freaked her out she doesn't want to go near this woman. Okay. And so this woman, uh, the black-eyed woman in this scenario, for the purposes of this, we're gonna call her Rosa. Uh, just <laughs> just for name identification. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if that's that's her name, but we're calling her Rosa. So Rosa has the phone, and she makes two separate phone calls. Uh, two separate phone calls. Does not talk to anybody, uh, except on the second phone call where she does mention uh, where she is and says, "You know, can you pick me up here?" Uh, so she tosses the phone back to the homeowner, and the homeowner uh, excuses herself. And this is when she gets a little nervous because she looks at the phone and she was calling nine-digit numbers. Uh, they're not active phone numbers. And uh, when she tried calling them back, she was just met with a dial tone because the numbers were disconnected. They were not active lines. This is when she panics. And she reaches her thumb to the phone app on her phone and dials 911. The phone doesn't go through. It doesn't work. The signal is jammed. It It keeps giving her a busy signal. She's panicking. So she runs out there and she says, "Listen, Rosa, you got to leave. You got to get out of my house." And for some weird, inexplicable reason, Rosa just stands up, and she's like, "No, I can't leave." Oh, oh, really? And the homeowner is like, "Yes, you have to leave." And she's like, "Can I use your bathroom before I leave?" And the homeowner, who is extremely stressed, is just like. Fine, go ahead. It's over here. This is why people want guns in their house. <laughs> um, so Rosa goes into the bathroom, does not close the door behind her, and begins giggling. <laughs> and the homeowner, Just with the door open, <laughs> the homeowner is 
very nervous in this particular instance. I would be too, just in my bathroom, so <laughs> open she, door, She walks over to the bathroom to see what's occurring, and she is scratching her face in the mirror. D- not deep enough to like rip the skin, but deep enough to leave scratches. Just clawing at her face like a kitten and laughing. And, yeah, that's kind of funny. And the homeowner, extremely panicked, Starts screaming, get out of my house. Uh, I called 911, like, you need to go. Was any blood drawn? No. And oh, Rosa, That's kind of funny then, right? And Rosa looks at the homeowner laughing hysterically and says, I told you I can't leave, and just starts laughing harder. Oh, yeah. Weirdly enough, uh, the homeowner, in complete disarray, runs into her bedroom and slams the door shut and locks it. And pretty much uh, the way... For some reason, I'm envisioning uh, a woman. I don't know if that's true. I, I, the the homeowner woman. It could be a man. It's I don't a woman-woman story. Either way, uh, the homeowner. You don't think it might be a family? Mm-mm. Just a homeowner? Well, it was only a single individual. Oh. It was an apartment. So it was um, an apartment? All right. So she's in the homeowner. Sorry, excuse me. I don't want to you know, mess that up. The homeowner is going through some shit. The homeowner is in the room... Uh, like crying, essentially kind of panicking. And then they start banging on the wall to the room connected to theirs, hoping to get some attention, screaming to call 911. Nice. And after a few minutes, uh, everything's quiet and silent. So the homeowner peeks out of the bedroom door, and uh, the front door is closed and locked. And that makes no sense because the homeowner was like, well, the door was unlocked and Rosa was in the house. You can't lock it from the outside. So she must still be here, right? Uh, but then the door, uh, it knocks again. There's a knocking at the door, and it's Rosa outside saying, can you let me back in, please? Oh, my God. And at this point, uh, the cops do show up, and Rosa is never to be seen again. Well, she, so she was just outside the door, like, can I come back in? And then the cops show up. She's fucking... She's gone. She's fucking just gone yes dissipate that's what she did like what uh, uh well i don't know i wouldn't say dissipated but uh, how'd she get out of the building without like being well you're also making a major assumption and saying that these are physical beings that have to use doors you know you're right that's a big if you're right yeah you're right it's a big if you're fucking right um this is this is the one that I cherry picked for the episode just because it was the wildest ride as far as the adults, but uh, it it's not particularly uncommon. I'd say I've come across quite a few uh, black-eyed adults, or I mean, when I say adults, I don't mean like elderly. I mean like just not saying children, like a nineteen-year-old like, is an adult. You yeah, know? like they're graduated high school people with black eyes. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um. I think that's strange to say the least. Um, I don't really have a better. They're still around, dude. Is is it's kind of interesting in the fact that like they're just old now, and like when was the last time you heard about a black eyed kid story? Like, are are they just maybe aging? And like it was just one wave of black eyed children that are now growing and doing the same things, but it was the only time they were ever released from wherever they came from. But I will tell you this, the Black Eyed Kids stories are, they've not slowed down. 
I'm pretty. At least this week, I should say. I've what been about pretty... the time periods, though? Like, when do they are, are they children like in recent stories? Yeah, like this is all really. Like, yeah, okay. oh yeah. So it's like a consistent thing. All right. Yeah, like I I was reading one. Uh, Interesting. Okay. I I was. I'll bring it up. We're here. I'll talk about it. it was, Why not, uh, dude? We yeah, we're just talking. They were. Uh, it was a homosexual couple, uh, and they were. They went to a movie. They bought tickets. Uh, they bought their tickets to make sure the theater didn't sell out, and they were there like an hour or so early. So then they they left and were just like taking a little stroll. Uh, and they encountered two kids. Uh, actually, you know this story. I'm glad this happened because this is an interesting little tale. Um, they're at like this mall that's across from this movie theater, and they're just window shopping. And uh, most of the stores in the mall at this point are closed, so like they're getting ready to leave and head back to the movie theater. When uh, two kids actually stop them uh, on the sidewalk, mind you, like outside in the street. It's about 7 p.m. Okay, so outside of the mall, like... Yeah, yeah. Out, out, out of doors? Outside. And um, they... It's very bland, just like, hey, you know, we need a ride, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the individual that uh, encountered them, this couple, the one of, uh, one of them was a... Not a child psychologist, but uh, a social worker, so... They worked he was, in, like, the justice system, like that kind of thing? Or uh, no, just like one of them. Like, probationary? No, it, it was, like, it was like children, like, worked with child children. Child psychiatry, stuff like that. Like that kind of thing. Um, but they, so he said he was slightly inclined to at least, like, hear them out and not just, like, walk away. Okay. But he found it odd that uh, his boyfriend, who, again, this is, take it with a grain of salt, was for the purposes of the story described as like a relatively like normal guy like six foot two like maybe 250 like kind of a bigger guy you know that's like me dude just an inch shorter and 20 pounds heavier yeah like a like a beefier version or an inch taller and 20 pounds heavier yeah like so it, it was weird at the moment that he was kind of like hiding behind uh his boyfriend and he didn't really pay any mind to that but it It'll so the one that wasn't the like child psychiatry kind of guy, like yeah, the other one was was kind of cowering w- almost behind his boyfriend. His boyfriend, who was a normal guy, yeah, and his boyfriend was just pretty much trying to get to the bottom of it, and he got some information, and they their story was that they needed to get home uh, before their parents got home because they don't want them to worry about them. So he offered, he was like, you know, I have a phone, like, do you want to like call him or? We can get you a ride, or, like, I'll give you money. Like, the bus stop is over here. Like, what do you want? I'll tell you, that's, like, the best way to phrase. Like, we snuck out, and if my parents don't find me at home when they get home, I'm going to get my ass kicked. That's, like, the most wholesome way they could have put that. Just, like, yeah, we don't want them to worry. We just want to get home by this time. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, These kids suck. And he said it was just, it was really strange because he... He was like, there was something telling him, like, just to not, like, get involved. Like, just go. Like, just get out of here. But then he also said, you know, like, the flip side of him, the part that, like, he his job was to, like, care. So he was like, you know, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And this is when it got weird because, these I mean, these kids look totally normal. He described them as average-looking, like, 12 to... 14-year-old kids, like two of them. Did he say anything about what they were wearing? 
Yeah, they uh, they're just wearing like he said Nike T-shirts and gym shoes. It's always Nike. It's always Nike with the black-eyed kids. Is it? Like it seems like it. Like a lot of times, it's just like either normal like streetwear or just like like no labels or anything. Just like a hoodie and like pants, or like Nike is involved. I feel like that that's like been a reoccurring thing I found in like stories I've read about black-eyed kids. Really, it's, that's super that. weird, dude. We should look into that. That's weird. The ties of Nike to black-eyed kids. That is interesting. Tell your friends. But they. So anyway, they're. This is when it gets strange. He just the younger one who he surmised to be about maybe eleven. Uh, he pretty much described. He's like, as far as he remembers, they didn't open their mouths. That they were telepathically communicating. And no, this fall, yeah, that falls in line with a lot of. And the stories. younger one, in the direction of the older one, uh, said without moving his lips, uh, "It's it's no use. They can't see us." And this made the guy, what? dude. This kind of made the guy freak out a little bit. Oh, he was dude, like, that huh? opens up a whole new like spectrum of possibilities for these things. It's like, are they just like normally living in a realm that we are like unaware of and can't see, but is always there? Yeah. But they're just like they tried this, and they're just like, let's try talking to this one, and no one reacts, and they're just like, oh, maybe it didn't work. But it's like in front of someone who can see them. That could be it. Fuck. Um, and then there was a moment of pause until the older one looked at the man and then back at the younger one and then telepathically communicated back saying, no, they can see us. And then this is when the guy pretty much was like, we got to go. And they were very insistent, like, no, we need your help. We need to go in your car. Like, we need your help. And they just bolted, right? Now, you might be wondering. Where where did the black eyes come in? Because the guy didn't mention anything about seeing black eyes. Yeah, is it just the symptoms of black-eyed kids no, and then before this is the, where the visuals? It comes full circle. Because according to him, he said this was... At, at the time, I, I read this, it was posted online uh, about a month ago. Okay. Uh, and it, this ha- event occurred in late 2018. So it, it time has passed, but he said that a simpler time, yeah. He went through a bit of a rough patch with his boyfriend. Uh, they didn't break up, but they were struggling financially, emotionally, things of that nature. And whenever they, whenever he would bring up this event, the boyfriend would shut down. But the one interesting thing that he noticed was that the day that it happened after the, this event occurred, uh, the boyfriend was very like distraught like i i can't believe you fucking talked to those kids and he was like well what do you mean like why are you so afraid they're just kids and the boyfriend was like did you see their fucking eyes they were just black really so he saw black so eyes one and the saw... other one didn't wow yeah dude that's I, that's the first case of that i've heard of is like so, one of them seeing it and the other seeing the exact same children and not having any recollection of it. that's insane yeah it's very unique it's wow! Very different. This happened in 2018. You said, "Yeah." Wow! Jesus. Um, and then one. Uh, believe it or not, this one happened last Sunday. What? <laughs> oh, now, fuck, dude, black-eyed kids are terrifying. This I'm. This one, I believe the least. Just putting that out there because it's a little preachy. Well, that sucks, but still. But let, let's go through for it for the purpose of this episode. I like it because it answers a lot of questions in the opposite direction. And 
pretty much what happened. It was your typical run-of-the-mill story. It was like evening, late at night, maybe 8 p.m. And this man answers the door, and it's a a child uh, with black eyes. And he lets him in the house. And telepathically, this black-eyed child communicates to this man, saying, giving him the information of the universe. And pretty much what he says is that the idea that humanity has about religion is not 100% inaccurate, but the deities we worship are all false. And there are powers above individual humanity at work that these black-eyed kids are in touch with, and their mission is to spread the word to people that willingly invite them into their lives. So we just haven't come up with a good enough story, and these fucking things are like Mormons for the true divinity the, yeah, of, of like humanity. Yeah. That's kind of... That's awesome, actually. That's fucking so sick. Now, <laughs> that's there, so cool. There is an opposite way to look at this. How do you feel about this, Mitch? There, there's the, there's the flip side Let's of the coin here, okay? The flip side. Because... There are plenty of people out there that believe this to be some type of demonic entity, which it very well could be. Not necess- I mean, depending on what you believe, but, I mean, possibilities are endless, you know, and that's one of them. These things could be anything, yeah. It's just, they, they could just be normal children. Let's say for the sake of argument here that these are demonic entities, wouldn't it not be in a demonic entity's best interest to get people willingly to turn away from religion? Would that not be the ultimate goal? I mean, so that opens theoretically, the door. but like, I don't know. You can't necessarily prove that they're not doing that in their actions, even though they're not necessarily referencing religion itself when they're doing them. You know what I mean? I I don't. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, them showing up in like this kind of superstition that like maybe a god that one might believe in might not ever allow maybe that could be the testing of their faith of like them just existing within the realm of like their god also existing it's like how could this be like possible maybe that's like the test of it oh it could be you know that that's like that's what i meant that's why i think what do you think about that i don't particularly believe the story at all only i don't know it's pretty cool it it, no regardless it's definitely intriguing but it's too preachy on either side of the coin when it comes to spiritualism. And these don't necessarily... When it comes to cryptids and things of this nature, even ghosts to a certain degree, anything paranormal, it takes on this spiritualist thing. But it doesn't necessarily have to. We could look at it objectively with what we know, in fact, and try to surmise from that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be religion-based. And this kind of turns it into that, I think. Uh, the way I see the black-eyed kids is kind of like what you were saying. Like, it seems like it's more demonic, or even like. So, if we're gonna look at all the stories of paranormal entities and all that stuff, like you, you see like the Hat Man. Like, oh, it's like a bad omen. Like, bad things will happen to you if you see the Hat Man. Or they say just shadow people in general, you know, feed off of negative energy. It kind of seems like with the stories of the black-eyed kids that they're like a bad omen. So 
whether whether bad things are going to happen to you either way or they cause the bad things, it's not really a good thing to see them. And right. the fact that they terrify people, like the fact that they're supposed to like terrify you is just I think that's just a sign of like, yeah, this doesn't seem right. No, exactly. They could, at very least, be just a reminder of how fucking unpredictable and fickle life is. But if, from if it's where like, is the question? Exactly, but it, it may just be like they are a rep- maybe like an amalgam. I don't know. Uh, what it's am I? A, what am I trying to say? It's like a, a, a an anthropomorphization of like the inevitability of death. You know, like giving what gi- giving the hu- fuck dude, are you anthropom- anthrop- to anthropomorphize something is to give it human qualities, and to give human qualities to the I- very idea of death. It's like maybe these things coming close, and then like you encounter them, and then like hard realities hit, like medical realities, like that kind of thing. So are you comparing them to like crows? Crows? How crows are like a bad omen? You know what? This could be the very beginning of that, like superstition becoming a thing. It. I, mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Honestly, like that is that is a good comparison. In a sense, I'm not going to lie to you. In a sense, it 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 is, but to, it it's kind of weird. It's like. Do you, do you get what I'm saying, though? In a, I do. I I'm confused by it, but I'm also <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm gonna, confused by black eyed children too. It's like why? I'm not going to. Why? I'm not going to like dispute anything because the truth is there's no answers. There's there nothing. are no. There are no answers. You're you're correct, Mitch. What do you have to say? It's all speculation here. Well, my my rebuttal to what you said, Jake, is uh, you're wrong. Assuming you're stupid. <laughs> you're assuming that these things are above us in some sort of way, like if they're you know. They can, you know, the way I see it, it's like, like, why wouldn't they shape themselves to appear like something that's not terrifying? You know, I get what you're saying. It's like, it's it's supposed to be like, yeah, like reminds us of death and like the hard hitting reality of that. But it's not like the same thing as like the strife that we go through in life that makes us stronger. I don't know if that would make you stronger being, you know, terrified and having that trauma from an experience with black-eyed kids. I would go even further to say that instead of, like, a comparison to death, it would be more of a lesson in consequence because it, they don't mean death for everybody. In most cases, they only re- really mean harm. Not going to the doctor. No, no, I'm saying the consequence only, the bad things only happen if you invite them in. To the thousands of reports of people that have completely ignored them, and I mean, yes, been utterly terrified, but ignored them nonetheless, none of none of those cases have ended in bad situations like that. Yeah. So it's, if anything, it would be a good lesson in fucking stranger danger, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. No, you're right, you're right. Because... It's weird. It is like consequential. It's it's not like as soon as they come to your door, you're fucked. It's like no, and the, and like I would I would have to say that in like rebuttal to Mish, it's like like when they come to your door, they are just children. They don't become something like of malice until later on when you realize that their their eyes are black, and that might I don't know I uh, who fucking knows how these fucking things work, but maybe like they have like a time sensitive window of when they can convince you. 
utterly and thoroughly as they're looking as a child, like looking like a child, and it's like that maybe they're reforming back to their like natural state of like a deceiver, whatever entity, demon or whatever with black eyes, and that's like the first thing to transform. Who fucking knows? I'm gonna pose. That's a, what I, that was my rebuttal I'm pose to that, a but crazy theory. But also, here. who fucking knows? Like I keep saying, this might be. It might crazy rebuttal. Be, huh? It might either be insane or the most rational thing you've heard about this. Um, to me, I mean, you, we all know if you've listened to the show, if you've listened to more than just this episode, you know that I think about things very. Dude, weirdly. this is someone's first episode. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. want to think. Hello. Um, we are starting <laughs> cult. My start a cult at gmail.com. The way I think about the big picture of things is often insane, and I like it that way. So I'm going to no, put yeah, that into work here. We've been thinking about planets a lot. You've been talking to me about planets. You know that, what? what is it, Mercury is just a big, like, it's just a bunch of gases, but they're, like, thicker than normal gases, and that's why they're a planet. Is that true? And then, like, what is it, Venus? There's, like, there's like molecules that are, like, oh, this molecule is only in places where where life is. Like, uh, yeah, well, we, yeah, they found phosphorus. Phane or phosphine gas yeah, which on is, Venus. Isn't it like certain temperatures mixed with like actual life being inhabited by us? Like, uh, not life. It's uh, things that things give reacting. off oxygen. Yeah, reacting with it. So like, so it's like bacteria, it's, things like that, like mold, algae. They create like small traces of phosphine or phene yeah. or phane. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's just within our own galaxy dude and then you look at pictures of stars and there's like hundreds of millions of stars and you're just like all those have planets well if you want it to gets take enormous it, if you want to take it even deeper even this phosphine or faint gas this gas that we found on venus we're basing it on assumptions that we can only view on our planet so we're giving by looking into that and saying we might have signs of life we're looking at it with the only objective ones we have and that's what we could view on earth and who's to say that Venus operates anything like this planet? And maybe that particular gas can form under certain different circumstances you don't think that our, we just don't have here. You don't think we've like accounted for the physics of that planet specifically in these like readings? I'm sure we have, but again, that's just what we're able to categorize. That's what we're able to like, yeah, surmise from. And I guess, yeah, literal like robots that have just been there and their readings, as opposed to. I don't know. And that's I don't know. That, that's weird. Like physicality of being there when like scientific things are taken, like scientific data is like gathered, seems like in my mind at least to have a lot to do with like the tenability of the findings. No, it does. You know what I mean? And how we you? And, and it's again, just like, oh yeah, some weird fucking drone was over there with wheels collecting rocks. I don't know how how much I believe that. It'd be to me. It's, like, it's the same. That's the, Jake's a flat earther now. <laughs> what? No. Fuck you, Mitchell. <laughs> to me, it's 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 hard to believe everything. It's like the farthest away, like fucking RC car con- remote control thing you could have. What the fuck are you talking? You you, about? you never had remote control cars. Is that what you're rover? saying to me? The rover guy. He has a name, I think. A rover guy? That's not the only remote-controlled car ever. Uh, what was I... What were we talking about here? Fuck. Planets. Oh. But we get, made it go down to, like, monster trucks, I think. With, like, science, though, 
the problem is we think it's so definitive, but it's it's not the same as math. Where math, we what we understand of math is that it's always going to give you this this answer. Like an equation doesn't change. It can be manipulated, but the equation itself cannot you, be changed. Yeah, it's if you change true. the equation, it's a different equation. It's not the same equation. And, like, science doesn't work that way. Science adapts with us as we learn more and understand more. It changes. Science is whatever gets results. So when we say that we witness, I, again, I don't know enough to say that this is a fair assessment, but we're basing this knowledge we have of this phosphine gas and projecting that onto Venus, saying this is how we see it on our planet. This is the only way it develops on Earth. But my question is, as much as we can gather about Venus, or do we truly understand how their planet works? I mean, I completely get where you're coming from, but like, who's to say this is the beginning of the rise of Venus? I think I was saying this to you the other day, like when we first, when this news first came out, it's just like, what if the, like, give it 10,000 years. We're going to get some little newts like run it roaming the uh roaming the landscape of fucking Venus or something and we're going to be we're, we'll, we'll have been dead for 10,000 years. Yeah, you never know. You know? 10,000 years from now, we'll have been dead for that long. This all believe it or not, this connects back to the theory I was going to propose because <laughs> the black-eyed kids see to me we're looking at the wrong end of the unknown spectrum. And I see a very valid connection between this and the human-alien hybrids that people have seen and reported upon spacecrafts. I love when David Huggins um, gets to come up in our episode still. it's Honestly, it's funny that we did him first because somehow it always can come back to him. All of this can come back to him in some way, shape, or form. Breeding, aliens, hybridity. Is that a word? Hybridity? Hybridity. I, I don't know. Hy- hybridization? Hybridization. Yeah. Damn, dude, hybridity should be what it is. It, it does kind of sound like you're just drunk, though. You're like, That's in the dildo dictionary for like, stupid people. Yeah. Hybridity. Hybridity. The dildo. Wait, is that what you just said? Yeah, that's what the dictionary. That's the dictionary for dumb people is the dildo dictionary. You've never heard of that? I just coined that term today. You've never heard of it? I can't believe I haven't told you the good news. <laughs> but Have you heard the good news? <laughs> the dildo dictionary. Grant is creating a dildo dictionary for everyone. Everyone has an IQ below 70. But oh. all that aside... We got creepy-looking <laughs> fucking kids with weird, not-human features and abilities that humans shouldn't possess. Does it sound like a ghost, or does it sound more like an alien? It sounds Someone like, it sounds like the, the goddamn X-Men. That's what it sounds like. I think it's a great... Think of it, because it's the way of testing. They're hybrid humans, so they have to interact with humans on a certain basis, I you think, know? I think what you're saying could ring true, Grant, because just from hearing the stories of, like, the Greys... How they could manipulate people's minds and they could speak to you telepathically, you yeah. know. Okay. I think I think it makes sense. I would definitely have to agree with you. Oh, I think well. it's. I mean, Who I know knows. I came up. Well, I didn't come up with it. Probably not, but I said it. But I agree with you, Mitch. I don't see why they couldn't be alien-human hybrids. Who knows? David Huggins up the ass. Sadly, we... I feel like I've said that a lot on this podcast. You have, but it's okay. David Huggins up the ass. But I'm I'm glad that 
we came back to the Black Eyed Kids because it's this. I'm, I want to. Black Eyed Kids are great. I'm going to keep you guys updated on all this. They're great, Mitch. Shut up. Oh, um, I forgot my point here. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot my point. Another reason that leads me to suspect that they're part of the gray hybrid thing. Yeah, the 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 hybridization uh, uh, colony. Maybe is the one story. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ignore you. I just kind of rolled right. No, over I just say you do that a lot. But I, I, I like the way it pushes the episodes forward. In I just my, in my in my listenings of them afterward. I appreciate it, Grant. <laughs> Oh, I love you. Fuck so you, much. kid. Get it, go on. Uh, love but you too. If you've listened back to the original Black Eyed Kids, uh, the story with the when they let them in and they called their supposed parents, and the men in black showed up. <laughs> their supposed parents. Um, yeah, dude. It's just another connection, you know. It is the black, uh, the black, the like men in black, dude. Black Eyed Kids. Oh, dude, we got to cover the men in black soon. Why has that not been on any of our lists for for future episodes? That's a good point. We got to maybe mean, expedite that, perhaps. What was it? Uh, I still uh, Albert Bender, I think was his name. Albert Bender. That was like one of the dudes that like got them like popular. He was like hated for it and all this. I I want to say what? that was. I'd really have to look into it more, but that name it's it's popping in my head. Albert Bender, I think. Okay. All right. That guy, well, I was, guess we'll look into it when we do the episode. Hopefully, very soon. Hell yeah, it's it's a cool topic. It is. But with all that being said, this has been the We Are Starting a Cult special episode, Return to the Black-Eyed Kids. It is. That's true. I, I, don't, and I don't know next if that's week, what it is. We're going to get into some more of the same that we've been into. But it'll uh, be better. Yeah. Because now... When we get into that topic, it'll all be speculative. Yeah, it won't There's be more factual. of a, like a speculative uh, of uh, air uh, surrounding it. It's like none of this is very definitive, and it is very heavy shit if it's true. But I, none of it's been definitively proven, like it was on the Franklin cover-up. Check that out if this is your first episode, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, check Go that back out. and look at that. And then maybe go back to our first and come up to here. I don't know. It's a... I want to say this, um, just on the topic of next week, right? When I say the word Pizzagate, because that's what will be discussed uh, in some format, I don't want you to immediately shut off to it and be like, oh, these QAnon bastards. I'll let it be known here. Uh, we are completely open to any wild theory. Uh, with obviously, analyzation and thought and pondering on it uh, i'm not a supporter of the QAnon. Uh, i have i have my doubts about them i know nothing about them that would make me lean one way or the other about them honestly I, they're, they're ridiculous they're not really on my radar to me if i'm being honest uh i think QAnon is bad for this world because <laughs> i think QAnon no. is bad Bad. <laughs> they are because in the sense that like things surrounding Pizzagate where I'm not particularly saying that they're everything is nefarious and evil and the world is disgusting. I'm asking questions based on the weird findings that are like known and public, you know. That's what I'm asking. And yeah, QAnon yeah, takes yeah. that and instead of being honest and open and like, this is weird, they immediately connect it to I'm an inside member of the deep state, and uh, this is all X, Y, Z, everything I say, it's true. They're doing it for, in the name of God. It's like, 
You're making it so insane that no one wants to listen. To me, QAnon is like... The CIA. They, they kind of like yeah. take the fun out of conspiracy theories. Cause yeah, it's, cause... To me, it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be like, oh, like this is so real, blah, 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 blah. It's supposed to be fun. And they kind of make it political to where it's... It's not fun. Do you think that may be partially due to the fact that they're out literally marching? And they're just like, in the name of QAnon, I'm here. No, but yeah, see, rather than but like, the thing, than like, like, oh, these people definitely exist just behind this, closed doors. It's taken on this shape. QAnon isn't like an organization. It's literally a person. It's literally the mention of the name yeah, like, QAnon. QAnon is <laughs> like, a supposed that, That's what it takes to bring it around. I think it was like 4chan, or they had like 8chan. It was like the you know the, the hipster 4chan. Whatever number chan it was. And like it was, it wasn't. QAnon the best. is literally just a like a user of the site that supposedly has real world connections to the deep state and all Leaked this. Some big shit. I'm sure it did. Honestly, I don't know. But I don't know see, anything about it. But I me, know it's just like all right. Well, being QAnon, the conspiracy theorist I am, Chan. I think QAnon is a hundred percent run by. Maybe not the CIA specifically, but some type of organization. Because it is the perfect way to spread disinformation through truth. I don't know, man. It's the, the perfect way to let out, air out your dirty laundry in such an outlandish way that no one will ever believe you. But and, you're not hiding yeah. it, you know? Yeah, and isn't it so crazy that journalism in general nowadays tends to be like uh, fucking just keeping us in a general state of unrest? Yep. You know, like they, it seems like they're profiting a lot off this. They're uh, they're getting they're getting like top notch ratings. Like people are watching the news every day. Why not? There's a pandemic going on. One of the most insane fucking like presidential elections is going on. Can you imagine what what's gonna happen? I can't. No, I can't, and I can't imagine anything good is gonna happen. Yeah. No matter what goes on, it's it's fucking insane. Well, that's that's the feeling they give you. And yeah, QAnon very well could be a psyops, kind of like the flat Earth thing. Because, like, no one, yeah, there's people who believed it, but I think it's been kind of taken to a level where it's like this seems like a psyops to pretty much give a bad name to anyone who has a conspiracy theory that is based in truth. No, exactly. Because you say, like, I mentioned, oh, conspiracy theory, and, you know, initially your immediate idea goes to, like, 9-11. Now it goes to, like, human trafficking. Things like that. Which and, is sick. and they're like, it's just crazy. Like, oh, you flat earth. I bet you believe the earth is flat. You know, Donald Trump's appointed by God. It's like, well, no, they spread those theories to make the Franklin cover up sound like gibberish and just ignorable. Because it was when in the same not. category. It's like, maybe this. No, exactly. But also, it's like the Franklin cover. You got to fucking read it to find out, like, the tenability of it all. It's like the Franklin cover up. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That probably happened. Flat Earth, it's like, no. Uh-huh. You fucking go, you get launched in a cannon, you can see the goddamn curvature of the Earth. You shouldn't me? Dude, you remember when the, uh, like, Shaq, it, he, like, made statements? He was like, I've never seen the curvature of the Earth. It's very flat. I've driven from this part to this part. It's not flat. Or it is flat. Dude, Shaq was like a, a, a flat earther for a while. You remember think, that? I think that's like... But now nothing has come of that? He's just like Papa John now? See, I 
I with celebrities, I never believe that shit because I feel like they they can easily say it just to get attention. Yeah, but and it, it vice was... versa, they could say it as a joke and it could be misconstrued, and then they just lay it into it. Cause they're like, "I'm getting fucking fifty thousand retweets instead of twenty. You know, like no, that is interesting, and like it is very meta of a thing to say but like he said it on a podcast which for some reason <laughs> made me be like oh he's being real right now <laughs> like, no exactly you know dude. <laughs> like and like it, it is kind of weird because it's like it's like who we are right now like on this episode while this is being recorded it's like it's not necessarily who we are it's like we know we're being reco- we're like all right we're doing this show right now we're gonna do what we want the show to be and it's like that that line being blurred because we also want to represent ourselves, who we truly are, and that's what we're trying to do at the same time as that. And it's like, what did Shaq mean by that? <laughs> by saying the Earth is flat? It's like, is that true, or is that just like something, some like extended thing he was trying to do for the podcast? Like, what is this? I don't know. And my <laughs> thought to everyone out there, okay. I say. Let anyone believe whatever they want. Uh, I guess man. if Shaq I wants mean, to believe the Earth is flat, who am I to tell him? It's you see, not? the thing is, I only heard uh, it was like one clip I saw, and that's all I saw. And then after that, there was nothing else. It was just Papa John's ads. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, everyone's interested in all that, but to me, I don't give a shit. And then, like people, especially on the internet, they just like argue, like, "Huh, yeah, you're ridiculous." It's like. <laughs> Does fucking, I don't know, does Garfield Stevenson from Cleveland, Ohio on Facebook, is he really going to be the one that changes my mind because he replied to my comment? Oh, yes, Garfield Stevenson. We've all come across this this guy on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's, I don't get that. He always says something very off, but you can't call out as racist, but very much is. But then some people call about on racism. And it works. It's weird. It's Facebook is weird, dude. No one should be on Facebook. With that being said, follow us on everything. Follow there. us on Facebook, <laughs> maybe. Uh, we are starting a cult. Start a cult at gmail.com. We That's are starting us. a cult on Instagram, actually. And uh, our, uh, our Patreon's below. We're on Lipson also. But, uh, man, <laughs> you know, I mean, who cares about that? Damn right. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, well, was that the end of the episode? Did, we, did I just accidentally wrap up this episode? No, you 100% did. Fuck. You 100% wrapped this episode. I have to go do laundry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Well. I was planning on extending this for a while. That sucks. I have to go clean my undies. Uh, We will be back And masks. You should wear one. Yeah, that's what they tell us. I mean, if you're out in the public, yeah. That's what they tell us. Just do it. You know? That's what they tell us. You did it. I went and got you a mask today, motherfucker. I did, because that's what they tell us. No, I did. No, I'm saying I did wear a mask. Yeah. Because that's what they tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my comment on it. No, I understand. That's why it's a whole can of worms. I'm not against it, and I'm not for it, you know? I'm not for the inconvenience, but I am for the safety, right? We are starting a cult, gmail.com, start a cult at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and lives in also. There's a link below for Patreon. Goodbye. Maybe there are some sort of fruits around. Yes, there might be. Bye, loving purple.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.